everybody. Welcome to the Jamie D Show. Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST. And live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. What's up, everybody? Happy Halloween. It's Halloween on a Tuesday during a week. <laughs> What's up, y'all? I know y'all probably expect me to wear like this super extravagant costume. Y'all, I did not go Halloween shopping at all this year. Literally, when I got into that car crash, I was like, yep, Halloween is over. I, ha- I made a costume actually two days ago. I was like Naruto from an anime, if you guys watch anime. But today, I tried to put on something for y'all real quick. I tried to be a sexy, you know, safari hunter in some skin, camouflage from a snake. You know, I'm trying to do that for y'all. Y'all got a little something out of me today. <laughs> I came on and Mark thought I was naked. Bruh. <laughs> But welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, Kara? Good to see you. Welcome in. It's an absolute pleasure to have you guys here on this Tuesday. It is Halloween. For those who are out with their kids, hope you guys stay safe. For those who are out going to go party, stay safe. Be aware of your surroundings. And don't be out by yourself too late, okay? Because some crazy things that happen on Halloween. And unfortunately, I'm not sure if you guys have come up with tragic news. It's been happening all around the country. There was a shooting in Maine. There was a shooting in Chicago. There was a shooting in Tampa, all at Halloween parties or festivities. So make sure you guys are very, very aware of your surroundings. Make sure you guys stay safe. And make sure you guys are out with people you feel comfortable around. Because I'm telling y'all, when you go to these events and these things with people that you aren't comfortable with, that's how stuff can happen, all right? So on today's show rundown, we're going to go over the daily news. Then we're going to have a conversation on can young girls be sexual predators? And then we're going to have a conversation on how having a nine to five feels. I tried to get into that yesterday, but yesterday's topic was a little too deep, so we had to skip it. And we're going to try to go for it today, <laughs> all right? So let's get into this daily news. As written by the Jasmine brand, Key details surrounding the sexual assault case against former NBA star Dwight Howard have come to light. Now, this has been some news for a while now. I'm just now catching up onto it because of some other things that I found a little more important. But hey, we're going to talk about this, okay? According to a recent report from Radar Online, the athlete's attorney did confirm his client was intimate with his accuser, but the claims of sexual abuse are not true. As previously reported, Dwight Howard, age 37, was named in a lawsuit earlier this year that accused him of sexually assaulting a man named Stephen Harper, whom he met on Instagram in 2021. In the court document, Harper says he DM'd the Hooper and exchanged several messages with him, which eventually turned explicit before meeting up nearly three minute months later. At the meeting, the plaintiff claims he was forced to engage in sexual acts with Howard and another participant against his will. The athlete's attorney, however, says the individual is simply looking for a payday. Howard's lawyer, Justin Bailey, reportedly released a statement about the lawsuit stating, quote, what was a private consensual encounter was made public for profit. And Mr. Howard looks forward to bringing the truth to light in a court of law. The allegations against Mr. Howard are contested, end quote. Adding, quote, the truth is Mr. Howard blocked Mr. Harper on social media and then was confronted with two options, pay to protect the reputation or have a fabricated story made public. Despite being an easy target due to the subject matter and his status as a celebrity, Mr. Howard chose to trust in the justice system and will rely on all future court filings to speak for themselves, end quote. In a lawsuit, Harper claims he was shocked to learn Howard had invited the third individual by the name of, quote, Kitty, end quote, who 
he had described as, quote, a man dressed as a woman, end quote, and demanded the three of them engage in sexual acts together, which the alleged victim says he rejected. Now, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the story, but yes, Dwight Howard has come out saying that he has had sexual encounters with men. This person named Kitty, who is, I'm not sure, a cross-dresser or transgender, though that has not been that that detail's not come out yet, but that was confirmed as well. And it was confirmed that they were trying to have a threesome. Now, let me just say this. <laughs> Dwight Howard, you have been in the news for so many years, so many years, so many years about your sexuality. At this point, man, it is time to come out. It is time to live in your truth. It is time to be able to do what you want to do without fear and without having to hide in the dark because it's going to come out anyway. At this point, it's out. And I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to Dwight Howard on the social media, but he's making all of these videos where he's like, how I'm ducking allegations and how I'm ducking negativity and how people want me to respond to this and all this other stuff. And it's like, dude, just be yourself. I understand that it's hard for people to live in their truth, even in 2023. And I also give him grace to understand that it's even harder as an athlete. There are so many different athletes, even on football teams, who have come out and who have lost their contracts or who have not been able to renew their contracts, who have not been able to see growth in their career because they came out as bi or gay. I totally understand that. But again, it all also is 2023, and there are so many different um organizations that would rally behind you and whatever you have going on if you just lived in your truth and you were a pillar of the people. Seriously. Like if you came out and you were just like, hey, this is who I am. This has nothing to do with my sports. I'm going to live my truth. And what y'all see me doing behind closed doors, I got nothing to do with y'all. Let's stick to basketball. Let's stick to my sport. Let's stick to my career. You will get a lot of people who will actually back you up. Yes, it's going to be haters, but you already have haters now because you're you're literally being forced to come out of the closet in a way that everyone deems negative. There's a lot of people who do not like DL men. There's a lot of people who do not like liars. And you are also a father with several baby mamas. There's going to be a lot of people who are not going to be on your side if you continue to move in the space you're moving in. On top of that, <laughs> it makes it worse when you're trying to say you're not into men, but you're into freaky stuff with men. Make it make sense. <laughs> Just say that you're into men. You can be by. I personally let us say, who cares? Obviously, there's a lot of people who care, but you will live a, a much easier, simpler, and relaxed life if you just came out and did you. Jeez, that, that's how I feel. If you guys disagree, let me know in the comments below. I see we have Andrea, we have Kara. If you guys disagree, let me know. I personally feel that way. If he came out, that wouldn't be that much of a story. I mean, a lot of people say we knew it because they've been speculating this for years, but the story will pretty, pretty much end if you just came out, man. All right. As stated by it's Daniel.leo, the innovation district has been approved for Las Vegas. The quote innovation district end quote was approved last month and is going to bring a unique Silicon Valley 2.0 style development that's going to become the backbone of tech and innovative industries in Las Vegas. It's going to run right in line with Mark Wahlberg's Hollywood 2.0 on the south side of the city. Plans are somewhat undefined right now, but are focused on inclusivity, collaboration, community, and a learning environment that will attract residents who live outside of the zone to play and enjoy. Take a listen to what Daniel had to say. 
An innovation district is coming to Las Vegas and it's going to transform Southwest Vegas into Silicon Valley 2.0. The plans were recently approved by the city to develop a one-of-a-kind tech and innovation hub for Las Vegas that's going to be focused on inclusion and community. Now, this is nothing new. Vegas has wanted to become a smart city for years and diversify the economy, but the pandemic put a halt to it. Everything happens for a reason, and it's really given Vegas a chance to evaluate the direction they want to go, and I think we're better off. A lot of the exact plans are still undefined, but do include building and utilizing a smart computer, building a fluid transit system, and creating an inclusive environment that people who don't live in that area will want to come, innovate, play, and learn. Think of Summerlin and Epcot would have a baby. I've been preaching to you guys that Vegas is going to be built on interconnectivity in the future and considering Hollywood 2.0 is right around the corner and they want to build a transit system to go along with that, this just adds to that point. But let me know what you think and follow me for everything Vegas. So personally, I believe that Vegas is going to be super lit in the next five to 10 years. We're getting more sports teams. We're getting more communities built. We're getting more amazing apartment buildings built. We're getting all this technology to Vegas. And I believe that Vegas is finally going to have more to offer outside of the Strip. People here are fighting and saying Vegas is more than a strip. It's more than a strip. It's more than a strip. Yes, it's more than a strip, but it doesn't have that much to show for itself outside of the strip. And a lot of times when things do come to Vegas, they plan it right on the strip (laughs) or super far away from all of our communities like far North Vegas or far Henderson. So it's like, this is going to be cool. I hope that Vegas continues to build things outside of the strip. I hope that Vegas continues to build up the communities. And I really hope that Vegas remembers that, There are people who live here. You can make a lot of money from people who live here. Also, I'm just saying. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick break. This is the Jamie D Show. When I come back, we're going to have some more daily news. So don't go anywhere because guess what? It's Halloween. Woo! Stay right there. Everyone, it's Shy from Nursey Cosmetics and Aesthetics Wellness Spa. We're located right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Address 8360 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 220. We're located in the Summerlin area. Be sure to check us out. We are running specials on all services. That's right, 10% off all services the month of October, whatever you choose, regardless if it's a facial injectable treatment, body injectable treatment, wellness service such as IV hydration, weight loss therapy, or even skincare and getting a facial, you get 10% off all services this month. Be sure to mention the Jamie D Show and get an additional 15% off your next facial service. Make sure to give us a call at 725-205-1147. We hope to hear from everyone soon and don't forget our special deals in 10 31 23. Doja Cat presents the Scarlet Tour 2023. Doja Cat live in concert in Las Vegas. With special guest Doja. 
Gucci performing at T-Mobile Arena Friday, November 3rd. Get tickets now at AXS.com. For more, visit DojaCat.com. on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST and live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show, a real live morning radio show. Welcome in. Seriously, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is a great Halloween. Super happy to have you all here. If you're just now tuning in, we're in the daily news, all right? So, you guys are always more than welcome to call in at 702-221-7283 or continue to comment live on the YouTube. I love to talk to you guys live, acknowledge your comments, and also talk to you guys on the phone. When we get into the social topics, so we're going to start answering some more calls, all right? So let's get into this. As reported by the Neighborhood Talk, news of Ramona Singer's alleged racist behavior is hitting the streets and it's so messy. <laughs> According to Vanity Fair, alongside being a drunken mess, the former, quote, real housewives of New York City, end quote, cast member allegedly dropped the N-word while speaking to a black production worker. The incident was reported, but the investigation was labeled inconclusive since she denied saying it. Ebony K. Williams recalled singer 66 asking why she couldn't speak about black fathers not being present in their children's lives. A racist stereotype. Quote, what if they don't have a father? Why can I say that? And quote, singer said, according to Williams, quote, most of them don't. Quote, in November 2021, page six exclusively reported that singer said, quote, this is why we shouldn't have black people on the show. End quote. Singer denied it, but Vanity Fair also included the allegation in its exclusive report. She also allegedly told a black production staffer, quote, there's so many of you guys here now. Please don't change your hair as I'm not going to be able to remember anybody's names. End quote. This one she didn't deny. It was also rumored that her departure from the show stemmed from a brewing termination due to her alleged remarks. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you guys keep up with the Real Housewives. I definitely love the Real Housewives of Atlanta and the Real Housewives of Potomac. Those are my two favorite franchises. I know several different women from both shows, and they are great women. And I know that it's reality TV. Sometimes they get a bad name for themselves. Sometimes they do dumb stuff. And sometimes they just make themselves look crazy. But there are a lot of people who are on those franchises who are great people. However, there's a lot of people on those franchises who aren't. And I've met a lot of them who aren't. <laughs> but I put this past her. I don't really know Ramona like that. I actually have never even seen The Real Housewives of New York. So I don't even know what to say about this. But it is 2023. People are becoming more comfortable again with saying racist stuff and being who they are. And personally, I'd rather somebody say how they feel about me or say how they feel about a specific community so I can know how to address them 
versus thinking I'm cool with somebody or thinking I'm friends with somebody or thinking somebody loves me for who I am on in my corner. Because when you think you know somebody and you find out you don't, that's when your feelings get hurt. Let me tell you all this. I have been in situations where I thought somebody had my best interest at heart and loved me for me. And then when times got rough or when they get upset, I was called the N-word with the hard E-R. This even stems all the way back to middle school. So yeah, let me just say this. I, I, I like when people express themselves. I like when people say racist comments. I like when people say these things because then it tells you who they are. Don't hide being racist. Be racist so we can all know how to treat you. I, I said what I said. <laughs> now, in some very tragic and very, very unfortunate news, according to CNN, Adam Johnson, the 29-year-old who joined the elite ice hockey league team in August, was playing in the Panthers Challenge Cup match at Utilita, I'm going to say this wrong, Utilita Arena Sheffield when he collided with a player from the opposing team, the Sheffield Steelers. I'm totally probably saying that wrong, and I'm so sorry, guys. Per the outlet, Johnson suffered a skate cut, which resulted in a fatal neck injury. Johnson was rushed off the ice and received immediate treatment, but he sadly later succumbed to his injuries. Fans had been asked to leave the arena due to a medical emergency. The Panthers had posted on social media this past Saturday. In a Sunday statement, Nottingham Panthers confirmed that Adam Johnson passed away. He recently signed on to skate for the Panthers this season. Quote, the Nottingham Panthers are truly devastated to announce that Adam Johnson has tragically passed away from a fo following a freak accident at the game. The statement continued, the Panthers would like to send our thoughts and condolences to Adam's families, his partner, and all of his friends at this extremely difficult time. Everyone at the club, including players, staff, management, and ownership, are heartbroken at the news of Adam's passing. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this video. It was all over social media, and it was extremely scary to see Adam literally get kicked in the neck, fall to the ground, Stand up, fall again, get picked up, and skate off with blood literally all on the ice. <sighs> May he rest in peace. And this brings me to ask the question, should certain things like this live on social media? Yes, this happened on live TV. But at what point do we stop showing certain things on social media? Again, this happened on live TV. It was already out there. So I'm not saying anything, but I'm asking you all, what do you think? Do you think images like this and videos like this should be seen on social media, especially if it ended in a tragic death like this one? Now, this is pretty much the last memory a lot of people are going to have of Adam. And it's all on social media. There were some videos that were taken down, but there were so many people who rushed to post that incident on social media that it's everywhere. You can literally Google Adam Johnson right now and still see that video. Again, may he rest in peace. That, that's just such an unfortunate situation, and it makes me very sad, especially with him being 29 years old, him just signing on. You, you never think that you're going to go to work and something's going to happen in a tragic manner like that. You never think that you're going to wake up and this will be your last day to live. And so may he rest in peace. May those who are connected to him, who witnessed it, who were part of all of this also seek peace, healing, and clarity in this time.
Now, as written by the Neighborhood Talk, according to the New York Post, an off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot allegedly tried crashing a flight by shutting off its engines. David Emerson, 44, has been charged with 83 counts of attempted murder after committing such a heinous act. Emerson was off-duty on Sunday, yet was authorized to sit in the cockpit of San Francisco-bound flight 2059. While seated behind the captain and the first officer, the suspect attempted to activate the Horizon Air Carrier's jet fire suppression system mid-flight from Everett, Washington. Quote, when pulled, a valve in the wing closes to shut off fuel to the engine, end quote, said an Alaska Airlines spokesperson. Quote, after they are pulled, some residual fuel remains in the line and the quick reaction of our crew to reset the handles, restore the fuel, fuel flow, and prevent it fuel starvation. End quote. The captain and first officer detained Emerson, disrupting his plans to stop the flight. The aircraft made an emergency diversion to Portland, Oregon, and Emerson was taken into custody. He also faces charges of 83 counts of recklessly endangering another person and one count of endangering an aircraft in the first degree. Emerson is awaiting arraignment while the case is being investigated. Thank God a tragedy was stopped in the process. Take a listen to this news report. Got some new information about this story we told you at the top of the hour. Yeah, the off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot accused of trying to shut down the engines of a plane mid-flight is facing 83 counts of attempted murder. That's according to CNN. Now, the flight took off from Everett yesterday evening. It was headed to San Francisco when it was diverted to Portland, where it landed safely. And thankfully. Now, the Seattle Times reporting that the pilot was sitting just behind the captain and the first officer on the flight deck. People on that flight managed to subdue that pilot before anything happened. Happened. No one was hurt, and all the passengers on board got a travel voucher. But uh, a very, very tense ride and some tense moments on board that flight yesterday. We continue to follow that here. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would love to know how you guys would respond if you felt like you were in a near death situation on a plane because somebody decided to risk everybody's lives. I, it just makes me sad because there are a lot of people who have people's lives in their hands, who have positions of power, who could really end it all for a lot of people who shouldn't be in those positions. I think a lot more fields deserve and should have mental health checkups. They should also have mental health professionals doing services to make sure people who are in places of power, people who have people's lives in their hands, and people who have to show up to work and service other people, they should be there to make sure that those people are in good condition. You literally never know what anybody's going through. You never know how anybody's feeling, and you never know how people respond to whatever's going on in their lives. I know for me in this past what is, it hasn't been a week since I've been in my car accident and I've been going up and down in emotions. And it's been even hard for me to kind of regulate how I feel about certain things because I had an almost near death experience. And so for me, I can understand how people's mental can be all over the place. However, I'm not in a space to where I'm controlling anybody's lives. I'm giving my opinions. I'm reporting on some news. I'm even sharing news. And if I got to a point where I'm like, you know what, I can't do this, I would say so. So I I really, really wish that people who were in places of power, people who have people's lives in their hands could just say, hey, I can't do it today.
And I really wish that more companies had days where people can take off for mental health reasons. That'd be cool if that was an added benefit to a lot of these different corporations because people need it. Why? Because people are people. People have emotions. And a lot of us don't even know how to regulate our emotions because of the way we're all socially constructed. So in my humble opinion, I personally believe that he got what he deserved because that's what you get for trying to kill people because you're going through your own things. When people do stuff like that, good riddance. Hey, that's just how I feel. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have a conversation on if young girls could be sexual predators. Can they? Let's have that conversation. This is the Jamie D Show. I don't want you to go anywhere, all right? Because I want you guys to stick around and have this conversation with me, all right? Hey, it's the Jamie D Show. I'll be right back. Hello everyone, it's Shy from Nursey Cosmetics and Aesthetics Wellness Spa. We're located right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Address 8360 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 220. We're located in the Summerlin area. Be sure to check us out. We are running specials on all services. That's right, 10% off all services the month of October, whatever you choose, regardless if it's a facial injectable treatment, body injectable treatment, wellness service such as IV hydration, weight loss therapy, or even skincare and getting a facial, you get 10% off all services this month. Be sure to mention the Jamie D show and get an additional 15% off your next facial service. Make sure to give us a call at 725-205-1147. We hope to hear from everyone soon. And don't forget our special deals in 10-31-23. Doja Cat presents the Scarlet Tour 2023. Doja Cat live in concert in Las Vegas. With special guest Doshi performing at T-Mobile Arena Friday, November 3rd. Get tickets now at AXS.com. For more, visit DojaCat.com. Everybody, welcome back to the Jamie D Show Woo! live on KSHP and 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST and live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at the Jamie D Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's super amazing to have you guys all here supporting my live morning radio show. I am live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. Yes, this is a real live morning radio show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy 
Halloween. If you guys are just now tuning in, I already went over some daily news. And now we're going to have a conversation on can young girls be sexual predators? Yes. Y'all know on this show, we talk about a lot of things that other people don't talk about. So we're going to get into this, okay? You guys are more than welcome to call in at 702-221-7283. Again, that's 702-221-7283. Or you can continue to comment live on the YouTube or now on the Instagram. I do have my Instagram live up right now. So you guys are more than welcome to comment live so we can have this real live conversation. Black the Chief says, heck yeah. They do be. <laughs> that is what he said. He said young girls can be sexual predators. All right, let's get into this. So growing up, I have met a lot of different people in my life. Those who knew exactly what they were doing and those who honestly made mistakes and had to learn from them. My experiences with girls have been very vast from dating them, engaging in sexual contact with them, being their best friend and more. I've had, I've, I've seen and I've heard a lot of things from women growing up. Some good, some wild, and some that was just extremely confusing. <laughs> now, one thing I knew to be true is that a lot of women like uh, older men. I don't know if you guys agree or not, but I know that a lot of women like older men. Again, you're more than welcome to agree, disagree, comment live on the Instagram, YouTube, call in at 702-221-7283, and we can have this conversation. But I know that a lot of women do like older men, even young girls. Now, this isn't something I've seen from women my age, but from this is something I have seen from women my age, but also from little girls who like to date up. I remember when I was in high school and in college, I would so often see freshman girls trying to beat with the junior or the senior boys. Personally, I never thought a thing of it because I believe if you're in the same setting and still somewhat close in age and mindset, it's not weird. Like, look, look, right now we have to go on Instagram right now. We have Brian Thompson. Absolutely. We have a... A Y six one four five five nine says, "Yep." Again, if you're in the same setting and you're in the same space, I don't think it's weird. I can't speak for women, but I have been told by a lot of them that they do like to date older guys. I'm gonna say it again because the chances of them being more mentally mature and financially stable is higher. Is that always true? <laughs> I can say this as a man who knows other men. No, <laughs> that is not always true. I know women like out there believe it could be true, but it's not always true. There are a lot of men who may have the money at an older age, but may still be childish AF and probably still stuck in their ways at that age. I know a lot of men that when they get older, you can't tell them nothing. They act where they want to act. And even if you try to change it, it takes a lot of persuading to try to change an older man to do what you want them to do or to believe in something that they, they don't already believe in. Now, personally, <laughs> again, I have a lot of friends who are stuck in their ways, and these are male friends. And to me, it's annoying. So I can only imagine what it's like dating them. And this is just as friends, right? So anyway, back to girls dating up while in high school and college. Whenever sat right with me was the girls who would go out of their way to date outside of their age range and school setting. Again, if it's outside of it, that's weird. I, I knew several high schoolers who were trying to find college age guys and guys well into their 20s. I mean, girls who were 14, 15, 16, trying to date 
19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 year olds. And I knew college girls doing the same thing, trying to find a guy outside of college who were well into their adult lives. To me, that's gross. Again, I can only speak for myself. You guys are more than welcome to call in at 702-221-7283 or comment on the YouTube and Instagram right now. But to me, doing that is gross. I just said what I said. I personally believe that there is an unspoken age limit to what we as men should be acknowledging, let alone even dating. Do men always follow up with it? Nope. (laughs) There are little girls who lie about their age to get older men's attention, and there are little girls who don't even have to lie to get an older man to want them, and those men will still go after those underaged women. To me, that's sick on both sides. It's sick for young girls to be going out there trying to get older men and it's sick for older men to allow a young girl to persuade them or to not even get persuaded by a young girl and still pursue that little girl. Again, there are so many men who look for younger women, especially little girls, take advantage of them. And that's wicked in my opinion. So when I see little girls doing the most to attract an older man or even trick them into something, I always look at them crazy. Now, this is definitely a hard topic to talk about because we often see young women as victims and not the predator. And a lot of women, especially young girls, are victims. They are. But again, we don't talk about this because in reality, there are a lot of unwatched, improperly taught, and misguided young girls out there trapping older men against their knowledge. Now, I bring up this topic because a TikToker by the name of John Cannon 2.0 made a video saying that there are a lot of fast girls out there that go unnoticed as their aggressors and predators in many situations, and that we don't talk about it enough. I personally agree with him, and that's because I've witnessed it several times myself growing up. Therefore, I want you all to listen to what John Cannon 2.0 had to say, and let's discuss if you believe he is right or wrong. Take a listen. I tell you that little 16, 17 year old girls know exactly what they be doing. Let me tell you a story. And I used to think just like this, like they're victims, there's no way. There's these little girls, I'm uh, somebody might see this video and I still know these people. There's these two little girls that I know from a certain area in my life, 16 years old. One was 15 at the time, one was 16. They made full blown grown up accounts on social media to go and flirt with adult men. They dressed up and took pictures and did all this to appear as grown women, put on the profile that they were like 20 something and they looked it on purpose, flirted with these men, were going back and forth talking to these men. The men were, were talking to them, how old are you? I wanna meet up with you, I wanna go out. They started to send nude, unsolicited I might add, all that. All that. They were literally the aggressors. One of the girls' stepdad figured it out, found out what they were doing online, and start going off on the guys. And the guys was like, first of all, this girl messaged me. So they had to calm down, bring it in, and they went through all the DMs. It's a bunch of men. They went through all the DMs, and they were reaching out to all the guys. Dog, these little girls are 15 and 16 years old. So what they did was they just scared the guys who got dragged into this trap. They were like, hey, don't message her again. She's 16. Don't, they just sent that. Don't message her again. It's her daddy. Don't message her again. She's 16. Just to stop the guys from messaging. You telling me that those girls are victims? No, those guys are victims because they could go to jail for receiving CP. Man!
These little girls know exactly what they be on. Now, not all of them, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's some weird older guy. I think you're so pretty. He's just talking to all her insecurities and all that. She's some quiet, cool, calm, and collected girl that doesn't fit in and she gets taken advantage of. But to the little girls who think they're grown, who dress like they grown, who act like they grown, who lie about being grown, those are not victims. Oh, hey, hey. So obviously not all of the little girls, some of them are literally victims. I, I understand that. But there is a very large group of young girls who want and go after older men and lie to them as if they're of age because they know exactly what they're doing. Look, he is not wrong. He is not wrong. I completely agree. Kara says, there are boundaries and lines and laws set for a reason. Make up and lying to anyone, it can cause many bad situations. Bob the Boss says, yes, young girls can be grown, but grown men also know. Brime Time 12 says, in high school, a 16-year-old went after a hall monitor who was 36 at the time. He definitely hit it on multiple occasions. However, that girl also went after that hall monitor. Okay, let me say this real quick. In that situation, prime time, they're both wrong. First of all, that 16-year-old going after that hall monitor, that hall monitor was in the same situation in space as that 16-year-old girl. So he knew for a fact that she was not of age. That 16-year-old girl definitely was an aggressor, but she didn't trick that 36-year-old 36-year-old hall monitor to have sex with her. She didn't trick him. He did it. If you are 36 and you know that you're engaging with a young girl, that is completely your fault. Completely. Now, if this was a hall monitor at Walmart, <laughs> a janitor at Walmart, and the 16-year-old girl went to Walmart and the janitor didn't know who this person was, that's different. But if this 36-year-old was in that space with that 16-year-old girl, saw her every day, knew what she looked like, knew why she was in that space, in the first place, that person deserves to go to jail. That's that's absolutely disgusting. But I agree with what John Cannon 2.0 said. There are a lot of young girls out there who know what they're doing. And it's sad. There are a lot of misguided young girls out there who are just doing their whatever they want to do. There are a lot of girls out there who are just having fun, enjoying themselves, and thinking that what they're doing is innocent. But it's not. And there's also a lot of girls out there who know it's not innocent. Because to me personally, between 14, honestly, when you are a freshman, there's a lot of things you should know better to not to not do. Seriously, there's a lot of things you should know better to not do. At that point, yes, 14 is still a child, but you're not dumb. You're not slow. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, okay, cool. I probably shouldn't be talking to these older men. I probably should not be trying to get these older men to engage me sexually. But again, you can't speak for everybody. Common sense is not always that common. And there are people who are going to do what people want to do regardless. And that is why we should have these conversations because a lot of times there are older men who are victims of being approached by young girls and lied to. There are a lot of men who are victims of domestic violence. There are a lot of men who are victims to a lot of things that we usually see women as victims of. And while women are victims to a lot of things, and we should never negate that, and we should always stand up for women, my thing is we should not forget there are men out there as well who fall victim to a lot of these things. And young girls, unfortunately, can be predators. There are a lot of young girls out there lying to men to get what they want out of them. And unfortunately, those men fall for it. But we as 
men, women, anybody need to do more research into who we're talking to. Ask for ID, ask their age, get more personal information about this person versus just automatically believing what this person has to say, because that's how you end up trapped in these situations. And like John Cannon 2.0 said, if you're receiving videos, especially nudes from young girls, and you're saying that, hey, I didn't know she was a young girl, chances are sometimes people are not going to believe you. And, that, and that, that, that's, that's unfortunately the truth. Kara says there are even girls bought up with morals and a strong family background who pull foul things. You're not wrong. I grew up in the hood and the suburbs, and I've seen people from both spaces do dumb stuff. She says, I've seen it growing up. There are victims for sure, but the ones who aren't SMH. I completely agree. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to have a conversation on how having a nine to five feels. I really appreciate you guys for sticking around. Remember, you're always welcome to call in at 702-221-7283 or comment live on the YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or Facebook, or now Instagram, because guess what? This is a real live morning radio show, and I want to tell it all. I want to talk about it all, and I want to include you guys in that journey. Guys, this is the Jamie D Show. Don't go anywhere when we come back. How does having a nine to five actually feel? Stick around. Hello everyone, it's Shy from Nursey Cosmetics and Aesthetics Wellness Spa. We're located right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Address 8360 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 220. We're located in the Summerlin area. Be sure to check us out. We are running specials on all services. That's right, 10% off all services the month of October, whatever you choose, regardless if it's a facial injectable treatment, body injectable treatment, wellness service such as IV hydration, weight loss therapy, or even skincare and getting a facial, you get 10% off all services this month. Be sure to mention the Jamie D show and get an additional 15% off your next facial service. Make sure to give us a call at 725-205-1147. We hope to hear from everyone soon. And don't forget our special deals in 10-31-23. Doja Cat presents the Scarlet Tour 2023. Doja Cat live in concert in Las Vegas. With special guest Doshi performing at T-Mobile Arena Friday, November 3rd. Get tickets now at AXS.com. For more, visit DojaCat.com. Our first roadshow will be held at the KSHP office Halloween, Tuesday, October 31st from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Come dressed in costume for a chance to win best costume. There will be trick and treats for all. Candy, raffle prizes, and a big Halloween sale list. 2400 South Jones at the northeast corner of Jones and Sahara. For more information, call 702-221-1200. At AR Heating and Air Conditioning, our main goal is to provide high-quality service without breaking the bank. From maintaining your HVAC units to fixing them when they are down, they are there for you. AR Heating and Air Conditioning offer reasonable prices, reliability, and professional service at a great value. For more information, go to fixmyac.net or call 702-646-4000. Beat the heat and call AR Heating and Air Conditioning today.
everybody. Welcome back to The Jamie D Show. Woo! Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST. And live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. And even now on Instagram every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. PST. This is a real live morning radio show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, we're live on air. Right now, I am unfortunately doing my live morning radio show from my house because I was a victim of a hit and run, but that's not going to stop the show, and it's Halloween, so we're going to be in good spirits. We're going to be great today. Yes, if you guys are just now tuning in, I already went over some daily news. Then we just had a conversation on, can young girls be sexual predators? And now I want to talk about the realities of nine to fives. How does it feel to have a nine to five. Again, I'm all about having social topics that other people don't like to talk about, but we're going to talk about it on my live morning radio show, okay? Look, you're more than welcome to call in at 702-221-7283. Again, 702-221-7283. Or continue to comment live on the Instagram, comment live on the YouTube so to get your comments acknowledged, okay? So let's get into this. I've said this several times on my live morning radio show, get whatever job you want. Pursue whatever degree it is you want, certificate you want, or trade it is that you want. Working a nine-to-five is no better than being an entrepreneur and vice versa. Everyone's journey is different. Everyone's success story is different. And how everyone handles money, bills, and leisure is different. On top of that, some of the nine-to-fives aren't really nine-to-five. Some people have to work outside of those hours with no extra pay because they are salaried. As for entrepreneurs, yeah, they may get to create their own schedule and not quote-unquote have to answer to people, but that, again, is not always the case. I know entrepreneurs who work around the clock to get their job done, who have to work on call or as needed to handle things, and for the people saying they don't have to answer to anybody, the people who you who pay you are the ones with the answer to, and sometimes that can be worse than answering to one person that you call boss. I say what I said. Now, trust me, I'm an entrepreneur, so I know. I personally believe the social work structure is completely messed up. There's no reason we should all have to work so much. There's no reason there should be so, we should, like everything should be in such heavy demand. There's no reason things should cost much they do. And there's no reason people should be fighting for their lives every day at work just to live and have a normal and happy life. Again, I said what I said. If you guys disagree, comment live on Instagram right now. I'm looking at it right now. Comment live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or Facebook, or call in at 702-221-7283, because that's just how I personally believe. <clears throat> the number of hours we work per day and the number of days we work per week is honestly insane. This is coming from somebody who has been working since he was 14. Now, we do not need to work 40 hours a week. We do not need to work in the office all the time. We definitely need to work five days per week. The COVID-19 pandemic literally proved that to be true. I don't know what we're still doing. The COVID-19 pandemic literally proved that to be true. It also proved that with less work hours and with less pressures and with working from home, we could still get the same amount of work done. Do y'all agree? Come alive on the Instagram, come alive on the YouTube, because I personally believe that we don't have to do all the stuff that we're doing nowadays. I mean, look at other countries. Some countries literally have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off, or they literally work way less than 40 hours a week. And some other countries and have like naps during the day. Like, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing in America. We 
hardly get a real weekend with our current work structure. Fridays don't count. I don't care what anybody says. Fridays do not count as a weekend day because you work half the day away. Then if you're like me, you want to kind of go out. So then if you do too much, <laughs> sometimes I do too much, sometimes I don't. But if you get a little too drunk or do a little too much or stay out a little too late, you don't even have to drink. Sometimes you just be sleepy. Saturday is your only real weekend day. And then you may sleep in Saturday and then you may try to do it again in that Saturday night. And then Sunday, you're kind of like, crap, tomorrow is Monday. Shouldn't really do too much. Really can't do too much. Because Sunday doesn't really count either because you have to use that day to get ready for crappy behind Monday. I mean, come on. Am I the only person who believes that? And then growing up, it was like Friday was always the Friday. Saturday was Saturday. And Sunday was a day that you clean up, you chill, all the other stuff. Now, the current structure of how social life is, I've lived in nine major cities so far. It's like Thursday is the new Friday. You don't know what the heck be going on on Fridays. Saturdays is lit. And then Sunday is like the ultimate Sunday fun day turn up is lit. Like this is the best day of the weekend. And it's like, hold the heck on. <laughs> Why is Sunday so freaking lit when we have to be somewhere on Monday? And a lot of us have to be up early. Now, Brian Tom says, I agree. I am full-time remote thanks to the pandemic. I think a good 25 or 20 hours a week would be good. I agree. I completely agree. Brian Tom, thank you for commenting. But yes, if you're in my <laughs> type of social life, Sundays are lit. Sundays are the time you really, really turn up. And now I said Friday, Thursdays are like the Fridays for real, for real. But I don't know what it is about Sunday's energy, but people get up, they want to brunch, they want a day party. Sometimes a day party is just so dang good, it gets to the night party. And now you're sitting at home just like, dang. I was so irresponsible, and now I got a high-key suffer on Monday, and dang, I had no time to get ready for Monday. Granted, we know. We should know better. We should do better. Do we? No, but then again, you really have one and a half days to really have fun and enjoy your time. Seriously, that's how I feel. Because Friday's not a real day. Saturday's a Saturday. And Sunday, you try to push for balance that you're not really ever going to have. And then Monday comes around, and now you hate your life. <laughs> Miss Lupar says, nine to five shift is horrific. Kara says, yes, Sunday fun day. Alisa says, Amazon has 10-hour four-day schedules. That's cool. But then again, 10 hours, that's a long time. I used to work 12-hour shifts. And let me tell y'all, I do not miss that at all. So I'm expressing all this because this Caucasian girl is going viral on social media for making a video expressing how working a nine to five is stressful, not conducive to a healthy lifestyle and a balanced lifestyle, and it doesn't allow her to have the freedom that she wants slash needs. Some people are on her side, while a lot of people are dragging her for being bratty, annoying, and whiny. So I want us all to listen to her video and discuss how does having a nine to five actually feel? And do you agree or disagree with what she has to say? Take a listen. I don't have time to do anything. I don't, I want to shower, eat my dinner and go to sleep. I don't have time or energy to cook my dinner either. Like I don't have energy to work out. Like that's out the window. Like I'm so upset. Oh my God. Nothing to do with my job at all, but just like the nine to five schedule in general is crazy. Being in the office nine to five, like if it was remote, you get off at five and you're home and everything's fine. But like, I'm not home. It takes me long to get home. And like, 
like people that drive to the office like it doesn't you don't get off at five and i know it could be worse i know i could be working longer but like i literally get off it's pitch black like i don't have energy how do you have friends like how do you have time to like meet like a guy i don't know like how do you have time for like dating like I'm laughing because I don't care what nobody says. I do not care what nobody says. I get it. She does sound like a Ronnie brat, but that is not the issue. What she is saying is very valid. And I, I, I just don't understand how people like to dismiss the fact that the message is there. The message may be a little diluted. It may be a little look past because of how the person is presenting the message, but the message is still valid. I feel how she feels. Alicia Starr says she is bratty and she sounds like a child. But then again, I'm going to say this, nine to fives, being an entrepreneur, all of it sucks. <laughs> I finally have my dream job as a live on a radio personality. And even though I love what I do, I still don't want to work. <laughs> I've been working since 14. I've been working since I was 14. I'm tired. I'm tired. And I get it. She sounds whiny, but the message is still there. The current work structure structure is not conducive to a real life. It's not conducive to having a balanced life. You do have to still drive to work. You have to drive home. You have to have the, the mental capacity and even the physical capacity to want to do other things. Work out. Make your own food relax. That's just how I personally feel. She's not wrong. It doesn't, you don't have, there's not that much time in the day for you to work majority of your day. It's not, we shouldn't have to work majority of our day, period. Alicia Starr said it's called being an adult, but who says that is what our reality has to be like? It starts with conversations like this that get to challenge the status quo. So we're able to fix how life is being lived. A lot of us hate it. <laughs> a lot of us hate working more than we like to express. Now, granted, yes, we should still have to work and, and earn things for sure. But a lot more people hate getting up to work, even if they love what they do and will never say it because they are afraid of how they will be perceived. I'm telling y'all, it's not always fun getting up for work when you just want to chill sometimes, when you want to sleep, when you want to just live the life you want to live. And it's hard, especially when you're not getting paid enough for it. Come on now. And then Alicia Starr says, then find another source of income that doesn't consist of a nine to five. And like I said earlier, Lisa Starr, even being an entrepreneur is hard. All right, guys, this is the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400. Until the PST, live on Twitter, Facebook at the Jamie D Show. If you want to promote your business, products, or services, contact us at info at jamied.com. You guys, Halloween, be safe. I love y'all. I'll see you tomorrow. What's up, everybody? You were just tuned into the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. If you aren't in the Las Vegas area, you can catch my show live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. That's T-H-E-J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E-S-H-O-W. If you want to advertise your business on my show, 
email us at info at jamied.com. Thank you all so much for your support. See you tomorrow.